Good morning. Welcome to St. Matthew's. I'm so glad you're here. Um, what happened? I was at our family cottage and we got stuck with all this snow and cold weather. Uh, winter has arrived and yet we're still in the fall. It's November. Um, I hope it disappears, much like um, I was in the store and the Christmas carols were blurring away and I thought, oh, we still have one more Sunday in the Pentecost season before we begin the season of Advent. But if you go outside, already Christmas has begun. So, <laughs> yeah, I just hope that uh, we can enjoy the Christmas carols when they do occur during the Christmas season. We are using setting four uh, today of Holy Communion. Everyone is welcome to receive the Lord's Supper. And then after the uh, worship service, for those who have not voted, uh, if you can make your way to the fellowship hall, there is a, a vote. And what is being voted on, to make it clear as possible, is if, uh, if St. Matthew's wants to be part of a shared ministry with two other congregations. That's what the vote is, yes or no. And then there's a second vote that says asking if you are in favor of shared ministry with only two congregations, two congregations sharing the same pastor. So that's what's being voted on. So if you have not voted, you are most welcome to cast your vote. Preparing for today, I looked at the uh, readings that we heard from the Holy Scriptures, and I thought, oh boy, they're really quite diverse. The first reading from Malachi, it talks of a day when the Lord of hosts will vanquish all evildoers and bring righteousness and healing to those who revere God's sacred holy name. The second reading, well... It's given us what's happening, what life was like in the early Christian community. And apparently, this early Christian community, church community, you know, it's got some problems. And the writer of Thessalonians says, For we hear that some of you are living in idleness, mere busybodies, not doing any work. And I read that, I immediately thought of some of my own relatives. They're not here today, so I can say it. My uncle Ralph and my cousin Ernie, they are the laziest, good-for-nothing human beings you've ever saw. <laughs> they really know how to work the welfare system. Just mention the word work, and they break out in a huge sweat thinking about it. <laughs> and of course, Aunt, my Aunt Martha, sorry to say, everybody sees her as a real piece of work. Always on the phone or emailing somebody, complaining about someone or something. She's never, ever happy. Nothing ever gets done around that place, and you would quickly recognize where they live. It's in a run-down, tired-looking home that she needs some fixing to do and never will happen. 
I won't tell you what church community they belong to. They do attend church. But they are always there quick when there's a potluck supper being served. They don't bring anything, but they eat a lot, and they don't, and they don't stay there to clean up, but they're there. Sorry to say, but that's the way some of my relatives are. The gospel reading, oh, it talks about things to come, and it doesn't sound like the stuff that the first reading talks about. You see this beautiful temple, Jesus says, well, it's all going to be gone. Today, there is only one wall standing on that holy site for both Jews and us Christians, and it's on my bucket list. I hope to make it to Israel one day and go there and offer my prayers to that wall. But before that, it was a beautiful, fantastic temple. It had gold in it, probably precious stones, things that people had done and made it beautiful. Well, if you know anything about the Roman army, they were a cruel bunch. And they made sure that there would be nothing left of that temple when they destroyed it. When I was in Rome with my wife Vera, we visited one of the Arches of Triumph. It celebrates the destruction of the temple. And on it, it shows the Roman army carrying out the treasures of the temple. It's all carved in stone there. And you know about the Colosseum, right? Well, it was built from all that gold that they had taken from the temple because they used that to pay the workers to build the Colosseum. Jesus talked not only about the destruction of the temple, but also said that there would be earthquakes, famines, and plagues to come. And Jesus was warning his disciples that it would not be so easy to be a follower of Christ. And some of them would be arrested, persecuted, and even put to death. When I read the readings for today, I thought about us Christians and where we are as children of God. We are a community of faith, a community of faith that's caught in between times. Humanity has long left the Garden of Eden, that beautiful place that the scriptures talk about, And ever since that time, we humans have been on the march toward the promised land which God has promised us. In all of us, we can identify with the community of faith in Thessalonica because, you know, we still endure some of those problems today. We wait with patience, and we know that Jesus Christ will come again, not at our choosing, but when God decides. I missed that one t-shirt that was given to me in a former parish. It says, Jesus is coming. Look busy. We are a people known as children of God who, despite what the world thinks and says and does, that we are on the march toward the promised land. I enjoy doing baptisms, and every time a baptism occurs, whether it's here in our own community of faith or in some other community of faith, for me, It is God adding another saint to the march that we're all on. And it's a saint which is blessed by God, and hopefully, this is the part I like, hopefully when one is baptized that they will become a blessing to the world to which this person is placed in. And a question that I asked from First Lutheran, and I'll ask it from you today. Are you a blessing 
to the people you surround yourselves with, or are you a pain in the butt? There is always time to change oneself if you want to. You cannot change the person by you, but you can change yourself. I truly and always believe that it is our faith in God and a desire to be a part of the faith community that guides us through our pilgrimage that we're all on and it's called life. We Christians, we dare to commit ourselves into following Jesus Christ. He came from God, entered into our human race, and won for us eternal salvation. And you know, people find it hard to believe that Jesus Christ still journeys with us in our own pilgrimage. Each Sunday, Christ himself invites us to dine with him and sends us out not with just a blessing, but to be a blessing to the community we live in. We are not only blessed, but we are to bless others. When the world and all its troubles makes me weary and depressed, I walk through the cemetery behind my house. I did this morning with the dog. I see a bigger picture. And all the saints that have gone before us, they wait for that day that God has promised. And they are saints who have made the world just a little bit better than when they first found it. And they are saints who took to heart what the writer of the second reading told us. Brothers and sisters, do not weary in doing what is right, because as we heard from Christ himself, by your endurance, you will gain your soul. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Amen.